A lot of progressive organizations spend quite some time thinking about their values and talking about their values. And in the research uh, for the book Reinventing Organizations, I was struck that some organizations like Favi and RHD and AES um, did seem to go a step further and talk about something even deeper, which is an, a set of fundamental assumptions that they hold about people, about the world, about uh, the workplace. Um, and, and obviously the most famous articulation of um, sort of the hidden underlying assumptions about the workplace were formulated by um, McGregor in the 1960s with his theory X and theory Y. Um, I imagine you've come across that, but if you haven't, so his, his idea, the, the way he framed it is um, so that the predominant thinking in, in management in those days, and unfortunately still today, um, almost 60 years later, is that uh, is theory X, and that is that you know, most people are untrustworthy. Um, are lazy, don't like to do their job, and so you need this whole arsenal of control mechanisms and managers and and policies and to make sure that people actually do work and don't slack off and don't start stealing. Um, there's a whole different set of assumptions that you can have, uh, which he called theory Y, and that is that most people are self-motivated and in the right circumstances most people love their jobs and most people are trustworthy. Um, and that, of course, calls then for a whole different set of management practices. And you know, the, these organizations that I researched are, of course, wonderful exemplars of, of a whole different type of management. And what I find striking is not only that, that some organizations like Favi, AES, RHD um, make their assumptions explicit, um, but they just kept talking about them. And in the particular case of AES, whenever they made an acquisition, of an organization that was traditionally run, one of the things that they would do is um, lead people, and often it was um, Dennis Backey, the founder, who did it himself, lead people through um, identifying the hidden assumptions of today's management, uh, realizing how ugly it is, and then talking about a different kind of, of set of assumptions. And, and I've not been entirely surprised that there's this um, group of um, of coaches of accompagnateurs in, in, in France that I've already mentioned called um, Toscan, um, who do exactly that when they start working with organizations on this journey. Um, so um, almost every time in the first sort of larger meeting, say with the first followers, um, at some point they do exactly that. And that is they start by asking people, um, you know, they put people to work in small groups and start to ask them, uh, you know, if you look at your management today, what are some of the unspoken underlying assumptions behind that? And often what comes out is, is pretty ugly, right? Um, is, well, you know, people are considered to be all thieves or untrustworthy. Um, or in this organization, um, unless you're a man and engineer, um, you, you don't get to make any important decisions. Uh, or in this organization, unless you've been around for 20 years, you know. Um, and there's something really quite extraordinarily liberating, it seems, um, when people work you know, in small groups, try to unearth these things, and then a microphone goes around, and these things get actually spoken um, in front of a large group. I mean, these things are pretty ugly, and there's something where, wow, we can talk about this, and we can recognize it, and we can name it, um, and we can say that we no longer want it.
Um, now, sometimes these assumptions are hidden so deep that it's not always that easy um, to make them apparent. And uh, one way that I think is interesting to go about it is to look at simply look at all of the management practices we have, and then say, you know, if we have that practice, what does it say about ourselves, right? Um, well, if we have all sorts of places. Um, where things are locked in the organizations is that we don't trust people. Um, well, uh, you know, if we have all these layers of, of management, um, it means that people at the bottom of the organization must be pretty stupid. Um, if we have all these targets and these incentives, it's probably because we believe that most people um, are lazy and wouldn't work if we didn't give them incentives. And so you can just take all of the management practice and, and sort of use that to try and unearth these um, hidden assumptions. And what then that they do as next step in Toscan or you know what AES used to do um, is then to ask people to say, okay, so if these are sort of assumptions that we've discovered we no longer want, um, what are some assumptions we want to put in instead? And then of course you get you know a number of really beautiful assumptions, right? Um, at Favi there was things like. Uh, we believe that you know, humans are fundamentally, essentially good people. Um, they had something like you know, the values created on the shop floor, which has really profound implications. So at RHD, they have this um, perspective that all human beings are fundamentally equal worth, which you know, comes with pretty radical implications. And so you can start making a list in that group of, hey, here are some of the new assumptions that we want to have. In some organizations, they go as far then as to have everybody sign that new set of assumptions uh, to give it some symbolic weight. Um, or I remember that uh, Niels Pflegging um, invites people to write a letter to the organization that starts with sort of, you know, dear organization and then talking about some of these assumptions. Or you can put it in a chart or a manifesto. Um, the idea is that, you know, at this early stage of the journey, you don't really know how this whole journey will unfold. Um, but the new set of assumptions can act as a sort of a touchstone where all along the way you say, hey, you know, are we playing out our assumptions with these changes? You know, are we playing to the new set of assumptions or are we still maybe prisoner um, to the old set of assumptions? And so there can be something really, really powerful and catalytic in, in doing that. And um, just like IES did, I think there's real value every time you engage a new group or if there's new joiners or if you, know, you take over another organization. Um, there's real value in not just simply handing out to people, you know, here's our set of, of assumptions, um, but to actually have people go through that journey of first deconstructing, like unearthing and deconstructing the existing hidden assumptions and then going through an exercise of, of writing their new set of assumptions. Um, and, and then comparing what they've written with, you know, the, the manifesto or the letter um, that you have. So a strong invitation to you. Um, think about it. You know, is it worthwhile to do this to take this time and do this exercise of having people really deconstruct and reconstruct a set of assumptions? Perhaps you've noticed there is no paywall, no monthly membership to access this video series. That's because the videos live in the gift economy. This is how it works. I gift everything that goes into making the videos, my time, energy, and insights, and you get to choose what feels right to gift back. 
please take a moment to reflect on what would feel good to give in return to help me continue doing this work. Thank you.